Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. Today's episode is all about the 49ers offense versus the NFC West. How do they match up? I mean, I, I would imagine that they match up pretty <laughs> well. And, and Cutback Crew, you can let us know right now what you think in the comments section down below right now. And then while you're down there, don't forget to like and subscribe if you haven't already. And, and now I guess I can tell you how I feel about this. Look, I, I think the Niners offense is in a really, really good spot. Number one, it was good enough last year to get you to the NFC Championship game. It was good enough to win games down the stretch. It wasn't good enough to beat the Seattle Seahawks. But that being said, we, we almost pulled it off twice, despite Jimmy being hurt uh, at, at the first half of the first game and, and playing through it and then not being able to come out in the second half and having to turn a tray mid-game, which wasn't an easy task or, or feat. And then the second time around, Jimmy being injured and, and almost leading a game-winning drive against Seattle. Uh, Arizona, yeah, you didn't beat them either time. Um, I would not say that the first game was much of the offense in terms of not producing so much as just turnovers by guys you don't typically see turnovers from causing issues. And the second time around, uh, I just didn't do themselves. Uh, oh, excuse me. The, that was the second time around. Uh, the first time around with, with Trey Lance at the helm, and it was actually a very good performance from the, the young man coming into the NFL and just having his first start against a red hot team in the Arizona Cardinals. Um, here, here are the things that I can say and, and feel really good about with the Niners offense against the rest of the NFC West, and that is weapons. You have weapons, you have pieces. It feels like a lot of the NFC West defenses, outside of potentially Arizona, have gotten weaker. Uh, the Seahawks, weaker. The Rams defense, weaker. Yes, you still have Jalen Ramsey, that's fine, but the pieces around Aaron Donald are not necessarily there. Yes, you added Bobby Wagner, but your front four is significantly weakened if you're the Rams, and the Niners' strength is the run game. Uh, Seattle has struggled slowing down the Niners' run game at times. They've had to overcommit. Well, guess what? You know more Bobby Wagner there to, to help out and do certain things. Your front four decimated. Kerry Hyder no longer there. Actually, back in San Francisco, Ant. 
Secondary, still question marks all around there. Um, and the Arizona Cardinals, look, they've been kind of hit or miss. There's some good stuff at times from that defense, and then there's other times where it's like they're stuck in quicksand, and what have we seen from this defense? Buda Baker, uh, Isaiah Simmons, not the answer to stop or slow down George Kittle. So you still have questions in terms of can they actually find the recipe defensively that they need to be able to limit this 49ers offense and the 49ers offense not to limit themselves? I don't know if they can. And I think a second-year Trey Lance with all the weapons added in, uh, an O-line that, yes, there are some question marks there, but I don't think it's necessarily a shell of itself. It's just not as solid as it was the previous year. Is still going to cause nightmarish problems for the rest of the NFC West. Yeah, I think I'm going to start with the Seattle Seahawks and the fact that they are definitely getting younger. Uh, the way that they handled the draft this year means they're going back to the straight cover three defense that Pete Carroll prefers. I think there's going to be a little bit of change in the guard, and you're right, a lot of players are gone. You know, Bobby Wagner, no longer there. Uh, that linebacker core is drastically different. And then also the D-line, they made some changes as well. Carlos Dunlap out, Kerry Hyder out. Uh, big investments for the Seattle Seahawks throughout the years are no longer going to be there. You know, they went they went young. They got some young guys in. Uh, but those young guys are going to have to develop. I think at this time, the 49ers offense is actually going to be, you know, very well equipped to handle what Seattle wants to do on defense. And I think Kyle Shanahan and D'Amico Ryans as well, their understanding of what Seattle wants to do on defense is going to help Trey Lance in this offense along the way. Uh, but you're right. The run game is what's going to be able to get this thing going. I think the Niners are going to be able to run the football in Seattle. And I think that's going to open up a lot of things. So when it comes down to it, I like the matchup. And because that's one of the first NFC West matchups, Alex, I think the 49ers are well equipped to handle them. And I think they will handle the Seattle Seahawks this season. I would agree with you on that. And I think it's it's the most, I think it's the most, uh, I say most easiest. It is the easiest thing to anticipate this upcoming season the, the seattle seahawks have definitely taken a downtick not just defensively but offensively as well and it's going to bode well for san francisco and give the offense potentially easy scoring opportunities which they will capitalize on i think they, they have all the tools necessary to do so uh, and that means positive things for san francisco in this offense in terms of getting things going against the rest of the nfc west specifically though against seattle what are your thoughts and feelings on let's let's shift gears and let's turn to the arizona cardinals right. the team that started red hot last year and actually started red hot every year under Cliff Kingsbury. And then has fizzled down the stretch. Do we expect to see more of that? And if that's the case, can the Niners offense find success early in the year? Uh, you know, a big loss of Chandler Jones. I, I think that is an important loss, but they always have very good edge rushers and they've done a, a, a good job of trying to improve this linebacker group. I think they are maybe the most well-equipped to be able to handle what the 49ers want to do on offense. They've played against Trey Lance already. They have an understanding of what he can do now. That is a Trey Lance that is definitely not as developed as he will be right now, not even as developed as he was against the Houston Texans. So I think that they're going to see a little bit of a different offense, uh, but the way that they've built that defense is definitely to match up against what the 49ers want to do on offense. So I think that is going to be some of the most pivotal games for the Niners. But I think what the Niners have going for them is they're going to have more opportunities on the offensive side of the ball because the 49ers defense is going to be able to slow down the Arizona Cardinals uh, offense. So I think what's going to happen with the Niners is they're going to have to get the run game established. And I think they can do that as long as they're able to be able to handle what J.J. Watt is able to do if Watt is healthy. 
if they can handle him and not have to double team, triple team him, then they're going to be able to get their offense rolling. And I think the 49ers have some weapons now on the outside that can make it more difficult than Arizona for Arizona because Arizona's cornerbacks are not the greatest. Uh, Ayuk, Debo, Danny Gray, Jawan Jennings should be able to win. We know Buda Baker will try to match up with George Kittle. I still say check in the, the George Kittle category. So I think the 49ers, that's their toughest matchup against Arizona, but I think it's still another one that they could win. I agree with you on this. I think Arizona is actually the the toughest the toughest in terms of skill set, scheme, what their defense does well, what they want to do. It feels like it's it's the team that's been built specifically to slow down San, a San Francisco right. 49ers team like you brought up and mentioned. Um it is the toughest matchup each and every year. And and our buddies over there at the He's on Fire podcast are going to love to hear that. They're going to love to hear that Arizona is the team that's going to cause the, the 49ers the most amount of problems and they're going to be um, it seems like this has been the case for quite some time with both of these teams, actually. When the Niners weren't very good and the Cardinals were, the Niners gave the Cardinals fits. And when the Niners were really good there for a stretch in the Harbaugh days, when Arizona was kind of fluttering, they still gave Harbaugh and the Niners uh, some difficulties. And now we have two teams that are hopefully ascending to their best forms, their best versions. These battles should be hopefully battles that we talk about for years to come. It may even, who knows, Ant, maybe, maybe this right here, this stretch of the Kyle Shanahan era, with Cliff Kingsbury at the helm over there is going to be the thing that propels a future 49ers Cardinals hated heated rivalry over the next like two decades or something. It, it could happen. Well, uh, we'll see. I mean, the, the Cliff Kingsbury offense is going to have to play at a high level because uh, they did not play at a high level against San Francisco in two games last year. And, that was with the 49ers struggling on the offensive end, and one of those with a, a banged-up Jimmy Garoppolo, another one uh, with Trey Lance being absolutely you know banged up and just his first start ever. Um, and I, I think that the 49ers offense is going to be able to get it going against these guys, and I like what they did and what they added. And I think those were things that uh, counter what Arizona does well. Adding a Danny Gray is huge for this offense because he's going to be able to uh, run really fast downfield, and that's going to influence some people. And if you're going to go ahead and match up one-on-one with him and his speed and – you don't match up the right way. George Kittle uh, is going to be what? Over the middle all by himself because Buda Baker can't just say on George Kittle when you got to help over the top on Danny Gray. Very, very accurate and very, very true. We'll see what happens in that matchup. But again, a, a matchup that I don't say, I, I would not say doesn't favor San Francisco, but it's definitely a tougher matchup and it's not a gimme in any way, shape, no, or form. No, it's not. It uh, hasn't been a gimme the last few years and it won't be a gimme this upcoming season. But what about the Rams, Ant? Because the Niners took care of business in the regular season. Lost in the NFC Championship game, obviously, in the, in the sad unfolding of events and Jimmy Garoppolo's potential end in San Francisco. We all thought was guaranteed his end and uh, has since at this point in time, at least at this moment, not necessarily been been confirmed nor denied. Uh, but the Rams, Ant, not as strong as they were last year. Some people, Rams Nation, Rams House, as they like to lovingly refer to them as, or as the Ramley, Ram as we Ram call them. Ramley. Yeah, That's the one I like. I, I, I like that one, too. The Ramley, as, as we lovingly refer to them yeah. here on this podcast, uh, they don't necessarily feel the same way. They feel this team is reloaded and ready and retooled, and I don't necessarily look at that roster and feel the same way, but how do you think the Niners' offense is going to match up with Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and that vaunted defense? Uh, they do have a good defense. I mean, Jalen Ramsey is going to be able to go in there, and if he wants to take away Debo Samuel, he can. Uh, but Jalen Ramsey has said before that Debo Samuel is one of the toughest guys to guard in the league. In fact, he named him in the top five toughest guys to guard. So, I mean, if you do put Jalen Ramsey on Debo Samuel, you're going to leave somebody else open because the Rams don't have enough secondary help. They had to bring in Eric Weddle last year to get it done. And Eric Weddle's retired. So they're going to have some questions that need to be answered there. Plus, you throw in the fact that Von Miller's gone. And that was a big reason 
you know, why the Rams were able to hold the 49ers, you know, down in points last year was because of Von Miller being able to get off the edge against a injured Trent Williams. That won't be the case this year. The 49ers are going to be able to handle the edge rushers a lot easier. And so I think the 49ers are going to have an opportunity to beat the Rams. I think the matchups uh, go in the favor of the 49ers this time, you know, and I know Bobby Wagner's a big time player and, He's one of those guys that under understands every aspect of the game. He's going to be well-equipped to handle, you know, what Kyle Shanahan throws at him. But when it comes down to it, he's going to look around, and there's there's a lot of, uh, you know, people that are missing from what he's used to. Um, so Aaron Donald is still that guy. Bobby Wagner still an all-pro, you know, and, and you got Jalen Ramsey an all-pro there too. So anytime you have players at all three levels, uh, you definitely have the potential to be a great defense. But I think it's one of those times when the 49ers are are – poised to be able to do some things to them and i wonder how bobby wagner is going to be able to handle a running trey lance not just that ant but you also have to take into consideration um the fact that the the supporting cast around aaron donald is what part of what made aaron donald so so tough i mean listen the man can beat double teams we all know this this man this man eats normal human beings for breakfast lunch dinner and and then a midnight snack as well he is an absolute savage savage interior defensive lineman defensive end when they want to line him up there no matter where they move him he is a problem unless it's going up against specifically daniel brunskill who fortunately for the not 49ers they have ant and then they keep him away from daniel brunskill at all costs because for some reason uh, daniel brunskill is a greek guy Zeus <laughs> himself i don't know he's he's something because he is aaron donald's kryptonite if aaron donald is superman he is literally just kryptonite um, Aaron Donald does not play the same against Aaron, uh, against Daniel Brunskill the way he does against other players in this league. He dominates everybody else not named Daniel Brunskill. Um, we, we we keep waiting for the other shoe to drop, and it has not yet. And I think that is the biggest key in all of this, is because you have Daniel Brunskill, who's done such a great job against a guy like Aaron Donald, if that trend continues and we continue to see the elevation of, of Brunskill on the O-line, especially in that matchup, and then you're looking at a very depleted front four outside of Aaron Donald, and that could spell huge problems for Bobby Wagner because if the Niners O-lineman, if George Kittle is able to get up free, clean to second level and make blocks, then you're asking that secondary to do something that they, they showed last year they're not very good at, which is coming up and tackling in space, number one, and number two being the, the safety blanket for this defense. Because when, this, when they were, were tasked with just covering the middle of the field at times, they couldn't do it very well. Yeah. Um, we saw Debo Samuel torch them on a fourth down uh, in their own 30 on on. on I think it was Monday Night Football, if I'm not mistaken. I don't want to misspeak, but Monday Night Football, where they, they knew the ball was going middle of the field, had safeties in the box to cover said middle of the field, and still didn't cover said middle of the field. Yeah, I mean, it's a problem. They had definitely had some holes in their defense, you know, and uh, I think what you can expect is Aaron Donald to line up on Aaron Banks. I think that's where he's going to be. He's going to yeah. make a living. He did that with Lakin Tomlinson last year. That was a big adjustment. The problem was Von Miller was out on the outside with him. So Trent Williams was giving help or going out there uh, with, you know, without Von Miller there, you can do some games. You can play some games with George Kittle, Kyle, Ushek on the outside where they can give a quick chip, allow Trent Williams to help secure Aaron Donald and then go outside. Also, the center can give help as well with the supporting cast, like you mentioned, not being as strong. So I think the 49ers have ways around handling Aaron Donald now because they don't have as many weapons along the defensive line. Now, of course, we know the way the Rams go about business. They could definitely go out and grab an edge rusher and build this defense up again. They do not care to spend a lot of money. They'll do it. Um, so maybe that's what will happen, and they'll be able to bring in an edge rusher that can go ahead and, and help Aaron Donald. But as right now, as constituted, uh, the 49ers can give help, and that means it somewhat limits what Aaron Donald can do of, against the 49ers offense. At this moment in time, and at right. this specific <laughs> exact moment in the timeline, um, yes, you were correct. Uh, as of right now, 
it does not feel like the Rams are the biggest threat for the 49ers in the NFC West, especially for the 49ers offense. It does, in fact, feel like it's the Arizona Cardinals, which would surprise people because I think a lot of people think Arizona and they think offense. They, be, they think high-powered offense, Ant. Yeah. They think air raid. <laughs> they think throwing of the football. They think Kyler Murray running around in his little feetsies and chucking, hucking, chucking that ball deep downfield and DeAndre Hopkins mossing people. That's what they're thinking of. They're not thinking of a stout Cardinals defense, but that may be what we're looking at in 2022. It could be, and let's see how they handle a balanced 49ers offense. True. Uh, if this offensive line gels, and that's a big if, but if they do, this 49ers offense is going to be tough for every single one of these teams to handle just because the threat of the run uh, is going to make these teams want to load the box. And you could do that against Jimmy Garoppolo, but can you do that against Trey Lance? You start you know, leaking these guys into the box and allowing Trey Lance to go down the field. He's able to execute on some of these big plays. It's going to make everyone a little gun shy, and then they're not going to be as willing to run uh, the lurk plays, the robber plays, and also bringing guys into the box to stop the run. And then the 49ers can really get rolling. It's as simple as that. We'll see what the Trey Lance effect is on this football team. But if he's able to execute the things that Kyle Shanahan and what we think he could do, uh, potentially this 49ers offense could be hard to stop for all these NFC West teams. Extremely hard to stop, and that's what we want to see, a tough 49ers offense to slow down, a tough 49ers offense to predict, because that means lots of points and and uh, potentially and taking pressure off your defense, which means a fresher defense and a more dangerous defense, because this is already a top 5D as it's constituted. And if you're having an offense that's putting up points, keeping the defense fresh and off the field, especially early in the season, it could spell a whole host of problems for not just the NFC West, but the whole NFL. But Cutback Crew, let us know what you think down below in the comment section right this moment. Are we dead right on all of these or are the Seattle Seahawks really our kryptonite? Until we beat them, we can't discount them. We want to hear from you right now. Yeah, let us know what you think about the NFC West and how the 49ers offense matches up. I'm really curious what you think. And also, if you want to support the program, head over to Patreon. Uh, give it a give it a nice subscription and check out the content that we have over there. From recent comment or content to all the things from uh, 49ers cut back in time uh, to a lot of other good things, including, I don't know, 20-something episodes of Big Yikes. Uh, it, it's some of the most exciting content and original content that you're going to find anywhere in 49ers land. Accurate. Don't miss out on it. Get over to Patreon right now or become a channel member on YouTube. You get access to some of that as well. You're not going to want to miss any of it. And until the next one, Cutback Crew and the Faithful, stay safe. I remember the right way. It is, is always, always the 49ers, 49ers way.